It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. All righty. Sorry about the, the little delay there with us getting here live on air. Uh, my name is Haven Harrington. Rashawn Myers is going to join you shortly. We're the main event sports radio show, man. We got so much to uh, talk about today. Uh, man, just a, uh, the FBI dropped a bombshell. I'm sure everybody knows already. The FBI has come out uh, after a three-year-long investigation into uh, the underbelly of college basketball. Having, uh, you know, They've decided to uh, they're going to send some guys to jail. Basically, the whole gist of it is paying players. Um, four coaches at uh, four different schools, all assistant coaches, uh, were called, you know, trying to pay players to come to their prospective universities. The FBI had a sting set up with wiretaps, uh, video surveillance, the whole kit and caboodle. So now you're looking at uh, at least four coaches that we know about, as well as the director of uh, one of Adidas execs. Uh, will be doing a perp walk and going to jail. Uh, for their uh, and for their role in this scandal, um, and of course the scandal has touched the University of Louisville. The FBI, of course, of course. <laughs> you know the, the FBI released their uh, their findings, and there was University Six, which is a large research institution in the state of Kentucky. I wonder who that is. That has uh, what do you say, twenty two thousand six hundred forty students, and has twenty one. Um, uh, varsity programs, which is exactly the number of varsity programs the University of Louisville has, and happens wow. to be the exact number of students Louisville had registered according to their website. Wow, just happens to be. So who can University Six uh, be? Obviously, it's, it's, it's Louisville, hmm. and that didn't take a brain search and figure out. U of L confirmed it later on in the day in the press release, saying that they've been notified that they're under investigation. Uh, apparently, uh, two of their assistant coaches were caught on video and wiretap uh, of raging for uh, one of the execs of Adidas to pass $100,000 to a basketball player uh, that was not named, but we all know who he is. Because only one basketball player fits the time frame. He remind, he, his name rhymes with Ryan Schmoen. <laughs> so, yes. So, yes. So, uh this is just bad. I mean, this is, no matter how you slice it, this is bad on so many different levels. Uh, first, uh, let's talk about the, the local aspect, the University of Louisville. And just to let everybody know, uh, first of all, we are Main Event Sports Show. We come to you every Saturday uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. on 104.7. But, of course, when things like this break, uh, we like to be right at the forefront of it. Um, thank you for everybody who's joining us on Facebook Live, my man. Alan Hudson joining from 35th Kentucky Podcast. What's up to you? My man D is checking us out as well. If you guys have any questions or thoughts on anything that's going on, uh, we will read your comments live on the air. Uh, so I just want to let you guys know 
that this definitely uh, was something that we needed to come out with. Um, but Haven, there's so much meat on the bone, and, and you know, as a Louisville lifelong Louisville fan, um, this is this this is this is heartbreaking. I'm tired. I'm just tired of it. You know, this is heartbreaking, and, and you sound like almost every fan I talk today. We're tired of the the constant scandals. It was the Karen Cypher's sexy time scandal part one. Then you had Katina Powell's sexy time scandal part two. And in between those two sexy time scandals, you have various players getting in trouble for various sexy time scandals. And now this. Um, you know, if, if University of Louisville, who's already on a four-year probation anyway, they just started in June the 11th, uh, according to the FBI documents on uh, July the 27th, a month later, they're in a Las Vegas hotel room trying to figure out how to get this player $100,000 and, and on video. And, and basically, Haven, it seems like this was pretty much a sting operation from the get-go. And, this is and a Brian, liar. Yeah, I mean. New York undercover. You have a, a, a McDonald's All-American recruit, you know, a highly coveted recruit. And, and the thing that I wonder about with this whole thing, like a lot of people are talking about uh, Brian Bowen and the fact that because he received this money, now his uh, eligibility is done with. My question is this, Haven. If the government set this young man up from the get-go to put him in position to receive this money, is that really fair that his eligibility is now done with because he received this money if he was being dangled out there intentionally by the government. Like, like the, I think that's one of the angles that a lot of people isn't talking about. I know everybody wants to talk about the University of Louisville and the impact on them, but, you know, when I look at a situation like this in the case where there's intentional deception going on, that young man's getting caught. And I understand that the, you know, because of the money laundering and those things, that's what the FBI is interested in. But you do have a young man. There still is a human portion to this. And Brian Bowen and his whole, you I know, mean, his whole career, you know, his collegiate career could be done. And before it got started. Before it got started. So, I mean, that is something, you know, let's forget Louisville for a second. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Louisville is a university that has tradition that, that reaches well before uh, Coach Patino, back to uh, Denny Crum and Pat Kickman before him. Um, you know, Louisville's going to be all right. But, I mean, I do have to, you know, take a moment just to talk about the fact that Brian Bowen, he might be done with, and he was pretty much just a puppet in this whole scheme. Uh, you never know. Maybe he was a part of this. You just don't know. I mean, you don't know. At this point, you just don't know. And this, and this is where it's going to get messy. Because, one, you have the criminal investigations, and those are coming down. Uh, Chuck Persons, assistant coach at uh, Auburn University, is facing the rifleman years. If he's guilty of all charges, up to 80 years in prison. So you know he's going to start talking because he's going to do everything he can to bring that sentence down. So he's going to start talking. Once he starts talking, you know, everybody's going to start talking too because nobody's trying to do real jail time. Like, now, if this was just the, the NCAA, nobody would care. Nobody's getting jail time for real. You may get a show called for like four or five years, but you can hide on an AAU circuit, still make a little money, pop back up right now. Right. I mean, there's a difference between maybe having to take a little hiatus on your livelihood and going to jail. Hyenas. It's hyenas. Hyenas. Yeah, hyenas. Yeah. But but, I do want to give some shout-outs. We got some comments coming in. Continue to come in with your comments. My man Eric Jones, what's going on? 
um, said, um, I, I know the whole story isn't out yet, but at this point, with all that's happened to, you know, the past few years, he says, get rid of Tom, Rick, uh, the entire staff, start over. I hate that, but no other choice. Uh, honestly, and I, I was going to say this a little bit later, but you, you brought up right now, I would be very surprised if Rick Pitino lasts past noon tomorrow. be honest with you. He's done. Rick is done as your head coach of the University of Louisville Fighting Cardinals. There's no way, I don't see that there's a way that he can survive this scandal. I just I just don't see it. I mean, Rick Rick, Rick has already signed a statement saying that he's going to work with the FBI, work with the investigators to bring everybody, bring their heels to justice. He's already kind of insinuating that he didn't know this was going on. But come on, man. Come on. I mean, this is your program. We kind of let you skate with you didn't know what Andre McGee was doing. Now you have two other assistants kind of going behind your back, lying to you. Uh, man, hey, the buck stops with the head coach. Well, and, you know, and, and it's in your contract. And, and it's interesting because, I mean, I, I think that, that Rick Pitino, and, and it is unfortunate because, you know, that there's a good chance that he did not know anything about either one of these two situations with the Andre McGee situation and now this sting operation with the FBI. But unfortunately, as you said, you know, you can survive this once, but... Um, Can't survive you it know, twice. That, that, that is absolutely, uh, you know, completely true. Now, uh, Kelly Goatley uh, is checking in as well. What's going on, Kel? Uh, says, you have to wonder why Kentucky isn't under the gun uh, with all of the high-profile players that they have acquired over the years. Now, I'm going to say this, Haven. This is just the beginning. Everybody is thinking that this is a Louisville situation. Oh, this, no. This is not a Louisville situation. Oh, no. um, I have a very extensive background in basketball recruiting. Uh, high school recruiting in general. And one of the things that I um, realized very quickly and early on uh, in, in my running around and dealings uh, with InsideTheVille.com, my man Mike Hughes, uh, shout out to you, um, is that cheating is rampant in college basketball. Everybody does. Um, the, Everybody there, does. The, there were situations. I, I found out on my very first road trip, you know, there were guys talking about guys getting duffel bags for $100,000, $200,000, $300,000. Like this was something that was that is common knowledge and common practice, um, you know, on the AAU circuit. There was actually a young man, a, a runner, was walking around with the player, and I won't name the player, but he basically said, you know, my dude's on the open market, and if you want to get at your boy, you know what the price is. Come holler at me. And this is literally what this runner is saying is this kid is walking next to him, walking around the gym. This young man ended up signing with USC um, and was there around the same time that uh, O.J. Mayo was there. Um, but, I mean, the, like this is something that happens all the time. The player was not O.J. Mayo, by the way. I don't want and to this is something that... The NCAA has known about and has always turned its head because it was too much money for the schools, too much money for the AAU teams, too much money for the shoe companies, and too much money for runners and everybody else. So the NCAA willingly turned a blind eye to all this cheating. The FBI is different. They're not turning a blind eye. And they know that the NCAA knows this is going on. That's why when they conducted a sting operation, they did not tell the NCAA what was going on. They didn't tell them anything because they knew they would have blabbered to everybody and given people time to kind of well, get their stuff in order. And, Haven, you know, 
Main Event Sports Show, we're always very outspoken. We keep it uh, real. We always keep it real. And we keep it real. Things we always ask is that, you know, how does the NCAA govern and police their own when they are making so much money off of the people that they're supposed to be governing? Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of institutions seem to get, you know, slapped lightly on the wrist while other smaller Go programs... <laughs> now, the smaller programs like Cleveland State, State. get hammered. Yeah, Cleveland State gets hammered, and, and SMU. That, and I think that one of the reasons that the FBI, uh, maybe they did not get the NCAA involved, is because I think that they're, you know, everybody talked about the International Olympic Committee and every all the corruption that was going on with them, and how they had plenty of their guys going to jail, including the the head of the, uh, at the IOC. Uh, IOC. So you know there could be people implicated inside the NCAA and it would not surprise me at all because I, I think that it is systemic. I think that it's widespread. So, it's you know, people talk about Kentucky and, and some of these other teams. We've seen a coach from Arizona get arrested, a coach from Arizona, uh, USC. From, uh, USC get arrested. Oklahoma um, State. Oklahoma State as well and as Auburn. Auburn. So, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. These are the guys that are already indicted. And and they ran in the, one of the largest um, – my mind just went blank. Uh, the agencies. One of the largest yeah. agencies. They ran on Andy Miller and took his computer. Yeah, and now, that, that just happened this evening. Now, those don't know, that's uh, Teague's yeah. agent. That's Jody Meek's agent. I mean, that's, that's so, a lot of you. So the, the, there's a lot. There is still there's a so lot going on. Much. There's so much. I mean, this is, this is the tip of the iceberg. So I'm going to say Absolutely. this. If you are at school right now who's going, ha, 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 look at U of L. You got what you want. You got what you're coming up. Ha, ha, ha. No, we're just first. Right. Right. Unfortunately, yeah, we're, we're, we're just first. Us, USC, Auburn, uh, Oklahoma State, we're just first. There's going to be a lot more happening because, trust me, these guys don't want to do 80 years. Right. So, everybody, trust me, when you, the, the, a lot of these guys, yeah, they may be tough talking about, you know, basketball. They might be tough basketball coaches. They won't do well in prison. No. <laughs> like, that's a whole different And the FBI thing. has already set up a tattletale line that you can call in. And rat out your folks. So a lot of these schools know that. And everybody, and, and trust me, everybody knows what everybody else is doing. It's so no secret. Th there's not going to be it's anybody. It's a public secret. Absolutely. So it's a I mean, public secret. It, it, it's going to get around uh, very it's quickly. It's going to get nasty. I mean, uh, now, now, hey, but our man uh, James Byers uh, is checking in. And he said, uh, Rashawn, you know all the big schools uh, do it in some form or fashion, uh, but not everyone gets caught. And Adidas being second to Nike, uh, you know Nike more than likely has done this as well. Uh, of course, everybody's done it. Everybody's done it. Absolutely. Now, don't don't indifference with this. And this is going to be and U of O is going to play the victim card, uh, saying that they were set up because this is something that two assistant coaches did and Adidas did. Adidas was kind of on top of this to try to get this kid to go to U of L, and they were doing it according to the FBI. They were constructing this deal. So the university wouldn't find out what they were doing. So it was on purpose. So Adidas and the two agents and the two assistants were on purpose hiding this from the university. So Rick does have a lot of plausible liability in this. But even with that said, this is your second. I mean, this is, I mean, that, this is like your third scandal. This is your third major scandal. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot of you fans. They talk to me all day long. Ken Ricks, this is your third major scandal. Not your first, not even your second. This is your third major scandal. Your second major scandal in a year. Yeah. 
No. There's no way in the world. I mean, and, and you're still on survivors. And, and you're still under appeals on this major. Uh, you know, you can just drop the appeal. So the appeal yeah, is I mean. over. You can just take that banner down now. <laughs> the appeal is over. Louisville's going to lose the banner, and then Louisville's going to lose all those games. There's no use appealing that now, because the only thing that NCAA has to do is just take the findings from the FBI. And unlike NCAA investigations, which is a lot of hearsay, uncorroborated truths, and whispers, and they may every now and then look up and get like some real hard core evidence. No, this is hardcore evidence. They have video, audio, wiretaps. They have everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, it's it, it's a wreck. It's it's gonna it, be it's a wreck. Score, score starts now. The, the best thing, the the one thing you want though is you want that hurt to be spread around, and and that's the one thing is that I think that the further away from this we get, and the more information that becomes available, and now that Andy Miller uh, and and his agency. Is being run in. They're not going to be the last. This is this is a issue. This is a tip. And, and, and they're going to start talking. I've been listening to they're going to start know, talking. Guys that, that I appreciate and, and love the industry and the media here locally. Um, they've had a lot of smart people on um, talking about this. The college basketball is a cesspool, and, and everybody's known that. We've seen um, the last chance used. There's a very good uh, Netflix TV show that talks about some of the dirty corruption going on inside college basketball recruiting. I can't think of the name of the um, documentary. They're talking about hoop dreams, just like about 13 hoop, years ago. Hoop dreams, uh, Set, you know. Laid it all out. I mean, it's this is an issue that is, goes back to ABCD camp. Um, you know, we, we talked about the fact that, you know, there was a coach, a uh, former Cincinnati assistant coach from back in the 70s that talked about the recruitment of Moses Malone and how, you know, Moses was, was fetching over $700,000, uh, you know, for his possible signature. Of course, Moses ended up going straight to the NBA, but that money was out there. Dominic Wilkins, uh, you know, openly talks about the fact that he was paid when he went to Georgia. I mean, there, there's a money... Paying athletes, paying players in basketball has been something that has gone back a very, very long time. So well, now, um, now, now, Philip Polk has mentioned about Louisville getting a death penalty. Yeah, I don't think Louisville will get the death penalty. I think personally, I think the NCAA is done with the death penalty after it wiped out. SMU and wiped out, and actually also wiped out the Southwestern Conference as well. Yeah, I mean, and and one of the big reasons for that is because TV contracts are so big, and and you know that it's you it's still a, need U of L. They're part of the ACC. Yeah. You can't you can't penalize the other you know member institutions for that because when you enact the death penalty, basically there's no TV, there's no media, there's no nothing, and in today's world, that just does not. That's not gonna work. That's now, not gonna work. What's gonna happen to U of L? I don't know. I would not be surprised if there's a multi-year postseason ban. I would not be surprised if there's a great number of scholarship reductions. Now, I will tell folks that anything that has to do in terms of punitive action by the NCAA is a long way off. Okay, a lot like the uh, Katina Powell situation took basically two years um, before the NCAA came out with their findings in the Katina Powell situation. Uh, with this, you got to understand that the FBI are the ones doing the investigating right now. The NCAA has not started an inquiry. The NCAA did not even realize this was going on no. until this afternoon. But I will say this. The FBI has done a lot of, a lot of the NAACP's legwork for them. They already have the proof. NCAA. NCAA's yeah. legwork for them. Yes. Yeah, I mean. But, that's, but, but the thing is, though, they're going to be busy. Yeah. Because... Before you get to, or even maybe before you get to U of L, hey. you still gotta do it. Auburn, you still gotta what's do up, it. What's up, Miles? Our man, Miles Morton, joined us. What's up, man? You still gotta do it. Uh, 
man, you still got to do like about four or five other schools, yeah. including U of L, not including this is going. I'm, I'm, there's other schools. This is going to happen to. There, there's other schools. This is going to happen to. There's Nike. It's going because trust me, Adidas is going to roll on Nike. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Oh, it's, it's Adidas every, not go down by themselves. Everybody, and they're you know, both going to roll on Under Armour. Yeah, you're going to have upstart. <laughs> you're <laughs> going to have Under Armour. You're going to have Nike. This is. I mean, you got to look at it. The fact because one of the interesting things I thought about the guys who got arrested with Person, uh, with the assistant from Oklahoma State as well as Arizona, uh, and and the uh, the other assistant. Right, two Nike schools you had, and one uh, you had, Under Armour school. You had three Nike three schools, Nike schools and Under Armour uh, school. And, and you Adidas had executive. Adidas executive. So there you go. There's all the major shoe companies. That's it. Uh, everybody That's with Puma. <laughs> and I don't know what, what athletes are to selling Puma shoes. Converse is saying. You know, but. Uh, you you know. got your ponies. Yeah, exactly. Ponies are If you're wearing pro kids, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but you're I mean, good. you know, I, I, it's. There are so many things going on that don't even have to do because people think this is maybe just an Adidas issue and a Louisville issue and those things of that nature. You got to understand, these guys are representing a lot of different schools, a lot of different brands. This is not an Adidas-only thing. This, you, There's so much meat on this bone that it's going to take months years. upon months and years probably to go through it all. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot, but just unpack it for the University of Louisville. Yeah. Well, uh, our man Nick Shoemate uh, says a thirty for thirty. Yes. Yeah, he man, said thirty Rick, for thirty. No, yeah, thirty for thirty is coming on Rick. A season on the brink. And yes, part I two, mean, <laughs> the year of the Cardinal, and the House of Cards will fall. It's gonna be like a two part series. Why? Wow. You know what? Thirty for thirty, House of Cards. Yeah, this is coming. The House of Cards. It's gonna be two parts. First, it's about the year because as soon as the year of the Cardinal was over, man, that thing crashed quick. Man, right. and, and 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 it's coming. It, it, it's, it's these all these all these things are coming. Probation is coming. Hold on, you us already on probation. So like double secret. I don't know what you call it. Like double secret probation is coming next. It's all coming. It's just a matter of when and how bad. The 2013 banner is not coming back. That's a wrap. I would probably agree with that. That's I mean, a wrap. It's just when, um, when, when your university is under so much strife already. Um, it, it just doesn't help. It, it does not help anything. Um, and, and I really don't know. I mean, to me, the only real question is now is who's going to coach? Who's going to coach the team this year? Who's going to coach the team this year? Yeah. One, two. If Rick Pitino is fired, which I, I, I you know, yeah. pretty much everybody seems to think that's going to happen. <laughs> He's so, gone. You know, uh, will Tom George still be athletic director? Uh, I've heard different rumors that he may be gone before Friday, which I would hate to see Tom go because of everything he's done. But you also have to remember. Tom really stuck his neck out for Rick several times, <laughs> and it's it's coming back to bite him. Hey, my man Hank, my, my my favorite UK fan, even though he's very loud, he said, "Rashawn Myers, you may not be able to drink Rick's bath water anymore." Hank, <laughs> <laughs> <That, laughs> you know, yeah, I have to, I'll have some new bath water to drink, Hank, because it's not going to be Rick. No, it's I mean, not. I, it's. I hate to see it, and everybody knows I love Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino has been, and, and to me, you know, one of the, the jewels of college basketball over the last 30 years. But, man, it's... Um, but the, the, it's to just, see him go out like this, it sucks. Now, how about Tom George? Because, you know, Tom... I know Tom. Because here's the thing about Tom. He stuck his neck out three times, well, twice, Cam Cypher and the last Katina Powell scandal for Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Tom is also mired in... That other scandal going at U of L with the foundation 
an athletic department receiving uh, legal, not illegal funds, but improper funds from the foundation to do things like Cragthorpe's buyout to give his son a raise and to pay his son's salary where he should have been. It's, a, it's, a bad, it's definitely a bad look. It's a it, bad it's, look for It's, the, it's for the a university. bad look. I mean, maybe this is why uh, James Ramsey decided, hey, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ramsey went ahead and, and went into retirement before all this craziness happened. Uh, you know, but but it's talking about bringing Ramsey up on charges. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, mean the U of L, the, the U of L's board has talked about bringing Ramsey up on charges for, for mismanagement of funds because things kind of disappeared as well in his watch. Hey, so this and, is, and what's this up, is Le- nasty. Leanne Herring? You're doing awesome. Doing an awesome job with MainEventSports101.com. Appreciate you joining us as well. If you guys have not checked out all the great articles coming through, I know Leanne's going to have something uh, about this. And, and oh, Mark Bacon has already on. wrote an article about this called uh, The House of Cards Has Collapsed. Yes, yes. Mark Bacon has also done that as well. So make sure you go and check that out. Um, MainEventSports101.com. Go to the website. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, download our app and you can follow everything Absolutely. we're doing because there's a press conference. We will be there. We will cover it live. We'll try to Facebook it live and do everything we can because I'm telling you, this this is the tip of the iceberg. We just got caught first. Well, and I tell you what, Nick probably echoes pretty much every Cardinal fan, including myself. He says, enough is enough. Players, fans, community deserves better. And I totally agree with that. I mean, I mean, I mean this I, is... I, like I said, as a lifelong Louisville fan... Um, I mean, like, we love Rick Pitino and everything that he's done, but... It's just tired. It's tired. It's tired. You know, you yeah, got tired yeah. of it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you, you had... Uh, it's, it really seems, and truthfully, since Derek Character's recruitment, uh, and, and I know there's been some good times, including a national championship, but ever seems like Derek Character came through, problem child. You had Terrence Williams and Earl Man. Clark come through. Problem kids. Edgar Sosa. I'm going to say this. Uh, I think this is really, you know what? I'm not going to say. I was about to say I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway. Ever since Calipari came to Kentucky. I'll go, I'll predate that. And Rick had to step his game up and really step his game up to kind of compete recruit-wise. Because Rick never recruited at the level he's been recruiting recently. Yeah. Until Calipari got to UK and kind of put the pressure on Rick to kind of step his game up because Rick was actually in cruise control, I think. Yeah, he was. He, he, I, I think he, he was in cruise control. Was. But I mean, he won a championship with his kinds of players. But I, I do think that, you know, because he wanted to go out there and boost his recruiting, he brought in guys like Kenny Johnson, um, Jordan Fair, um, uh, you know, and, and Rich Patino did an awesome job recruiting. Um, you know, he, he brought in guys who were stronger recruiters, um, you know, to continue to go out there and get those people. What's going on, uh, Steve Mudd, Montgomery Chevrolet, checking in as well. Um, you know, Rick, Rick wanted to continue to do that, and Kenny Johnson was pretty much known as the guy who was the best in the industry. And you want me, Kenny? I mean, what, what Kenny he did, made it rain recruits. Yeah, I mean. And, but now we know why he made it rain recruits. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it is a very tough spot for Louisville to be in, you know, that they were enjoying uh, unheralded recruiting success, um, and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with players. I, I don't mean, know, you know what's what, going to happen. And, and the sad part about it is, we thought coming into the season that this may be a championship year oh, yeah. for a little with the talent Absolutely. and the the depth and the bench, the guys they brought in. Maybe Louisville's first one or two one and dones in this class and ready to go. 
And now you look at it, and the whole coaching staff may be completely blown up before the first practice. Crazy. And Steve Mudd. Which is crazy. Steve Mudd said, uh, he says that it's the first time since he's been here he's gotten five-star recruits. 2009 class uh, is ranked uh, number one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rick's gotten some individual guys that, that were really, really talented. Character comes to mind. Samardo Samuels comes to mind. Um, you know, guys who were ranked really, really high. Donovan Mitchell ranked late, uh, but, you know. But, but not, but not a that. whole class. But a whole class of elite players. You know, Coach Patino was 2018. That class that he was going to bring in next year. Uh, was monstrous. In, including Anthony Simons. Uh, <laughs> and Bowen. Courtney Ramey. Uh, <laughs> and, and all these guys. He was looking at next year having, um, you know, four or five five-star kids in the starting lineup. And, and probably a five-star kid coming off the bench. Uh, I mean, that, that you know, is unheard of, uh, you know, since Rick Pitino's been there. And, you know, a lot of Louisville fans were excited about it. They felt that they like they were finally on an even, uh, you know, pedestal with Kentucky. All that goes away. I mean, you're probably not even going to see what that team is going to look like on the court. I don't know what's going to – I mean, even, right now, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we, I mean, we don't know. I mean, because – here's a problem. The NCAA is putting a big pick – because they've turned a kind of blind eye to this. They've been hitting schools hit or miss every now and then just so they can say they've been enforcing student athletes and whatever arcane laws they have. So they've been every now and then they'll slap a team, a program on the wrist. They ignore other programs, Duke. Um, <laughs> you know, then other cheating programs, even Charlotte, you know, their favorite programs. And they'll slap other ones here and there, like Kentucky's going to slap a couple of times, and they'll slap Louisville here and there, and they'll slap another university. But but, n- but nothing ever really too hard. You know what it reminds me of? It, it almost reminds me of baseball. When when steroids, steroids. and baseball was rampant, the, you know, Bud Selig and, and baseball knew what was going on. Oh, they all did. The, the, they knew that these guys were on steroids, but you know what? They were bringing people back to the game. After the strike, they needed the something Baseball to was get. dead. Yeah. After the strike, baseball... Was dead. The ratings were tanked. And, and the Sosa McGuire thing. Sosa McGuire is what brought Changed baseball everything. Back. Then he added Barry Bonds like the year after Sosa McGuire. Absolutely. And, and we, you know, from there on, baseball didn't care. They didn't care that the guys were using steroids. And the NCAA, to me, it's on the, same, the thing. same thing. They, they know what these institutions are doing. But you know what? The gravy train is bringing in billions of dollars. College athletics is a billion-dollar business, and it was good for business. Well, let's kind of back so that money up. money kept coming College in. athletics is a billion-dollar business. That's mostly football money. Yeah, for football and basketball no. bring in most of the money. Bring in almost all the money. All the money. And football yes. brings the lion's share yeah. of that money. Now, the reason basketball is so important, now, even though, let's be honest, basketball, college basketball viewership has declined every year for the past five years. Only three states really watch college basketball. Kentucky, Indiana, North Carolina. And that's pretty much about it. Literally, that's pretty much about it. But the NCAA doesn't make any money off of college football's postseason. They make all their money only on the NCAA tournament. That's why they had to kind of turn a blind eye to what was going on because that's their cash cow. That's the only way they make money because their Power 5 conferences has successfully pulled football away from them. So you may actually maybe see something going in the future where the Power Five not only tried to successfully pull football, 
they may try and, to pull basketball. And, and you know what? People, a lot of people have called for the end of the NCAA, and and I think that one of the big reasons why is because you have all these sitting commissioners, uh, you know, in the NCAA are um, members of or, or uh, athletic directors of other schools. Like Washington's athletic director is currently the head of the NCAA right now. And I don't like that just because if you have a school or a program that's in your conference you can't be and, it's in, and it's in your vested interest to keep that, to have that school look good, how can you be impartial in levying decisions that hurt your brand? Because you're representing not only your school, but that school. Like if, if Stanford gets in trouble that hurts the whole Arizona State gets in trouble, UCLA gets in trouble, that's going to hurt Washington. So how can uh, you know the AD at Washington go out there and levy and throw the hammer down if one of their member institutions is in trouble? And this is the problem with the NCAA. You cannot have the inmates run the asylum and be nonpartisan. But now the FBI is forcing your hand. Absolutely. And that's and that's the scary part. The FBI is forcing your hand. I mean, we've always heard it. They're gonna make you. I mean, not so much make you, but. The social pressure, because unlike, like, like we said before, earlier yeah. in the broadcast, unlike all the other NCAA investigations, yeah. which is mostly based on hearsay and innuendo, this is cold, hard facts. Videotapes, wiretaps, transcripts, cold, hard, undeniable facts that we call these guys cheating, and we're about to catch a whole bunch of I other mean, guys I mean, money cheating. laundering. Now, Corruption. Now you, now you don't have a choice. Now you don't have a choice but to start dropping hammers on your member institutions. The question is, how many institutions there is no are t- you have to drop? I mean, there are so many well-known runners, guys like Myron Piggy, guys like Mark Kamara, um, you know, the, the, just guys. It, you know, there are so many names yeah. out there of well-known runners. Or, or, or better yet, or AAU teams just getting paid by the shoe companies. Absolutely, absolutely. AAU teams... Um, you know, some of these some of these AAU teams don't even have real coaches. They got a guy in a slick suit, you know, with a fancy hat on that just stands on the sideline. But he's got, you know, five with or six cane. McDonald's All-Americans, right, <laughs> running up and down the court. I mean, it's such a it's, – it's, basketball was the easiest starting point. I will say this. If they were going to go after the NCAA and trying to kind of break into there, the easiest, lowest hanging fruit was college basketball because college basketball is too easy. Was very easy. It was very. It did not take a rocket science scientist. But we always heard from the NCAA. Oh well, you know what? We don't have our enforcement committees not big enough to be able to go through transcripts or to investigate all these schools. That's why we have to lean on self-reporting from the universities. Okay, how much money does the NCAA make? And you're telling me your enforcement? Oh well, we only have thirty people that work in the enforcement committee wing. So unfortunately, we can't. You know. Watch everybody. You know what, NCAA? If you cannot handle the job of governing your schools, somebody would do it for you. Yeah, then somebody obviously needs to do it for you because I mean that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's that whole oh well, we just have too many people and we can't keep up, and there are three hundred some odd Division One schools. Okay, but you know what? Then you should have satellite NCAA enforcement regions that go out there and monitor all these schools. But this whole, oh, we don't have enough people and the dog ate my homework crap. It's not going to work. It's done. Now, now, to bring it back home it's here to, to the state of Kentucky, UK so far has not been implicated in anything. 
the only even minor connection would be, like we said, Andy Miller, which is Teague's agent. Uh, his office was raided. Now, I bring that up, and I bring Teague up for a very important reason. Because remember, Teague was going to go to U of L. Oh, yeah. Until Nike stepped in and was like, we're going to pull your brother's shoe contract if you don't go to a Nike school. And don't forget, Terrence Jones committed to Washington, the University of Washington, UW, and then literally got a phone call from John Calipari and switched from Washington to Kentucky, like immediately, like right after that happened. So not to say that Kentucky's going to be in trouble or they are, they're under that, down the barrel of a gun, but all I'm saying is Watch there's, out. there's a lot. That's why I there's said, you know, everybody. There's, there's a lot of connections because it's, it's a tangled web. It's easy all, to laugh and at all know each and other. say, aha, but all I'm telling you is that, A, this is not going to stop with Louisville. This is not going to stop with Arizona um, or Auburn or, or, USC. Or, or USC or Oklahoma State. It's funny. We talked about USC earlier and USC's in trouble again. And right. Shocker. And, and here's the thing is, is that we don't know where it's going to stop. I have no clue. We, we don't even know what's going to happen at the University of Louisville. The only thing we do know is we're on probation right now. Uh, a month and several days later, we put we <laughs> we tried to pay a player a hundred thousand dollars to come to us. So mm. uh, we're doomed. So we know that. So we know we're going to lose this appeal. The amounts will go ahead and just withdraw the appeal now. We we pretty much know Rupert Tino's going to get fired. There's no way he can survive the scandal. The next question is: so, Is Tom Jurich going to be next? That's the next question. His entire staff is gone. So so let me ask you. It's now. crazy. Like. First of all, let, let me just ask you, uh, you know, kind of as a as a macro look at the University of Louisville basketball program. So, you know, like you said, you know that they're under the gun. Um, you know that something is going to happen and heads are going to roll. Um, you've mentioned the fact that you don't know if there's going to be an interim coach uh, that comes and tries to step in. Do you think Louisville's going to move quickly and try to go ahead and oust Rick Pitino? Because Rick Pitino... Uh, per his um, release from his attorney, doesn't expect that he's going to be gone. He's expecting that he's going to fight this and and and, and you know do all the the things yeah. to say you know we're going to find out who's been doing this. Do you think Louisville may move quickly to try to remove Rick Pitino so they can go ahead and start looking for a permanent replacement rather than go the route of interim coach? I think they're going to go and move quickly on Rick. Like I said, I don't, I don't expect Rick to last long past noon tomorrow. Wow. I mean, I, I, and I, I don't. And, it, and it's. I like, mean, the first red white scrimmage is is set for October thirteenth. <laughs> it so, is right now September twenty sixth. So, and the reason I say I don't think he's going he's going to last past noon tomorrow because if you notice, his personal lawyer put out that statement. Yeah. Not the university lawyer. His personal lawyer, which means that the university and Rick Pitino aren't on the same page. Right. Or at least the is not willing to comment yet. Yeah, not doing a comment yet, and, and they're not protecting him, more yeah. importantly. So I think Rick is gone. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be before noon tomorrow because there was already a lot of tension between the academic side of UofL and the athletic side of UofL. Now, this is an interesting work by Steve Mudd. Uh, he said, uh, Tom, "He said if Tom wants to keep his job, then he has to let Rick go." He says, "But he would rather him resign," and and I think that would be, you know, kind of a forced resignation, a la Denny Crum, 
Uh, you know, when, when that happened, I mean, I think. Do you think that you could see any type of scenario where Rick Pitino just stepped out? Because Rick's always been a fighter. Rick ain't never backed down. No, I mean, I mean, Rick said in a statement, he's he's not stepping down. He's told Terry Miners he's not stepping down. He's going to fight this to the end. Man, sometimes you just got to fall on your sword. I mean, it is. I mean, Rick, three major scandals, two of which happened in the same year. Bruh. No. No, we love you, but there's no way you can continue to be the men's basketball coach anymore. You can't keep saying you had no idea. Because if you had no idea then you're not fit to run a college program. I mean, it just, there's... Am I, am I wrong? No, I mean... It, I mean, if you have no idea that your assistants are paying dudes $100,000 in supplying <laughs> strippers, why are you in charge? Why are we paying you $5 million a year? I mean, you, you could just, you know, local fans can look at it and try to t- chalk up bad luck, but sometimes you make your own luck. These are self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. I mean, this is all, and these are all Rick boys. And that's the thing, Rick. These are all your dudes. Well, and my issue is this. These is are your dudes. With you already under the gun because of the Katina Powell situation, if Rick truly did not know about it and your coaches thought it was worth taking this risk. They have no respect for you, Rick. That is... The they have no disrespect. They have no respect for you at all. That's the utmost disrespect. And, you know, at, at that point, you know, you will be a great, great guy on, you know, on television, you know, at the sports desk at CBS. You know, you'll do much better than the TNT people that they steal away for the NCAA tournament by I far. Mean, it, it is. It, maybe it is. that, maybe it's that time. It is that time. You know, just maybe walk, it's that time. walk away. Just walk Walk away. I know, I know you're not going to do it. You're going to force Tom to fire you. Tom was out doing something. They're making Tom fly back in. He's flying back into UofL right now. So, you never notice how all these things break while Tom Drix is gone. Like Charlie Strong leaving broke while Tom was gone. Well, Tom the Katina Powell deal He always goes like Colorado every time one of these things breaks. So. But, you know, but you know, Rick, I love you, Rick. You got to go. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can't you can't keep using the I didn't know that that that's not going to work. I mean, you stretched it on a Katina Powell. You didn't know. I mean, that was a stretch. I was I was a big stretch. This is like, and you no, know, and, and FBI even agrees with you. Even you say I don't know, the FBI agrees with you. They even said these guys colluded to hide this from the university. So they even agreed that you most likely did not know. But no, according to your own contract. And the NCAA bylaws, you are still held responsible ultimately for what your assistants do. No, I agree with you. It's a wrap. So, you know, I mean, I I just think that as a Louisville fan, as I said, lifelong, at some point you just get tired of it. And and it's it's exhausting. It's too much to have to deal with. I mean, you know, the Karen Cypher stuff was a huge black guy. Um, you know, and then you you try to play the victim card on that one too. You have the book come out and. You know. Then you had, you know, Shane Bohannon doing so his Shane stuff. Shane Bohannon and then Chris stuff. Jones. T. And Will and, and his shenanigans while he was there, even though that a lot of stuff never went public. Um, it's yeah. just been, like I said, man, since the Derek character recruitment, 
And it seems like even though you've had some nice ups, including a championship as well as another well, actually, final four. Well, doesn't count. Go to um, our final four. I mean, it still counts. Louisville won the games. They did. Louisville yeah. did win the game. And, and, and none of the players that were on that team Louisville got because of any of that ridiculous with Katina Powell. But I digress. Louisville's had some ups. But there have been so many black eyes and ugly, you know, ugly things to go along with it. It's just, it's tiresome. And you just get tired of having to deal with that all the time and answer all those questions all the time. Sports is supposed to be fun. Sports is supposed to be an escape, a, an escape and relaxation. And this ain't been fun. It no, has not no. been fun over no, the last. And, and worse than that, if you back up and look at, at the big picture of this, it's like, it's like what after? Let's assume Rick is gone, and let's assume Tom George is also gone. Oof. Those are two major folks to replace. Neither of which you can replace uh, really quickly, but it. It may be best to move fast because well, and you know what? eventually USC may be looking for a new head coach. Well, I, I tell you what. Auburn, o- Oklahoma State, a whole bunch of other universities may be looking for a head coach. You may want to kind of, you know, get your choice in now. But even besides that, if you look at it from a macro level, let's go to the M Center and talk about that. Well, I, I, the thing I think, and, and I agree with you, um, that there's a good chance that maybe Jurich at some point is gone. I do not think that Tom Jurich will be gone immediately because of the fact that the presidency um, is still kind of up in the air with the University of Louisville, with um, Postal still there as kind of the interim guy. I would say um, this. If, I, if I think Tom... that Rick Pitino will be gone, but I think that Tom Jurich, they're going to leave that to whoever becomes the permanent president to make that decision on Tom George. I don't see an Maybe. interim. I mean, but, but I don't but see an interim president making that decision. See, and, and in that, my personal yeah, opinion. See, and that, that's a scary part because like you really just don't know. You have no idea. Like you this have, is you have no idea. Everybody is like and uh, other thing I have no idea how how is this going to affect the athletic department financially? You know, will will people stop with their season, you know, stop because the US always starts uh, sending out you know, their increases for young center ticket prices, uh, donations, everything else. Will donations start to drop? Will you start to see a declining attendance in the Yum Center? And once you start to see declining attendance in the Yum Center, mm-hmm. what does that do for the Yum Center's financials going forward? Because the Yum Center depends wholeheartedly on U of L to stay afloat. Yeah. And if U of L's basketball team no longer you know, carries that same cachet for a couple of years. And it may not because, you know, it could, we could be riding okay for two or three years and then here comes the NCAA. And, they, and they're going to drop the hammer. I mean, they have to drop they, they have to drop the hammer. The FBI has forced their hand. They're going to have to drop the hammer on U of L. How bad they drop it, we don't know. But they're going to have to drop the hammer. It's just, it's... Miami, I, Miami is about to get the hammer like really dropped because they... Barely skirted in football when they should have had the hammer dropped on them. Now they get a double whammy in, in basketball. I mean, the yeah. hammer's gonna. I mean, the hammer's gonna get dropped. Uville's not gonna escape it. Miami's not gonna escape it. A whole bunch of other universities aren't gonna escape it. We don't know how bad it's gonna be. We don't know when it's gonna happen. But you know, it's going to happen. This is like watching a Friday the Thirteenth movie. You know that dude in a wheelchair, if you watch Friday 13 Part 3, he's going to die. <laughs> you just don't know when he's going to yeah. die, but you know he's going to die. 
So you just wait for him to get killed. Right after the girl who gets busy in the forest. Yes. The girl who gets busy in the forest always dies. going to get it back. So you know <laughs> everybody's going to die if one person. You just want to know what order going to come in and how they're going to do it. That's what's happening at UofL right now. <laughs> they're going to drop the hammer on us. We just don't know when. And we don't quite know how bad. But we know, I, I mean, I can speculate, we're going to be missing some postseasons. I mean, that just, that, that's guaranteed. How many, I don't know. We're going to miss a lot of scholarships. How many, I don't know, but that's guaranteed. What else they do, I don't know. I mean, can't, can we vacate any more wins? No, I don't think we can, so we can't vacate anything else. I mean, So we're looking at scholarships and a postseason ban. Uh, who knows what else may happen, but it, it's going to happen. And the next coach you hire, it is going to be, and this was going to make it hard for you to get a, a top-flight head coach. It's because they're going to come in to one of the most storied programs in college basketball history, not knowing what's going to happen, but knowing something's going to happen. Well, and, and, and on top of that, you're going to have to recruit with that cloud over your head because, like I said, even if the NCAA does look into this, they can't use anything that the FBI used in terms of being able to go out there and levy any type of sanctions. They're going to have to basically start over uh, from scratch, do their own investigation. Now, they can use the FBI's information as a roadmap to get there, but they're going to have to do their own extensive investigation to get that done. So, you know, you're talking about maybe, again, two years of investigation by the NCAA. This, this investigation by the FBI has gone on for three years. Uh, you know, and, and, so, and so, so there's, there's going to be a lot to that. And the unfortunate thing for the next coach is going to be the fact that you're going to have to recruit with that cloud of possible, you know, postseason bans and possible know, sanctions because you know what's coming. over your head. You know the sanctions it's are coming. Very, it's very difficult to yeah. recruit with that on your head. Because you know the sanctions are coming. You don't know when they're coming. You don't know how bad it's coming. But you can hear that. <laughs> you hear in the background. Yeah. You know he's coming to get you. Just know when and where. And that that's going to make it hard. Like, I like to see Mark Jackson as our next head coach. But with any other top flight head coach, come and coach your school knowing that you're going to be on probation. Hey, and you know what, Steve? Steve makes an excellent point as well with this. Uh, again, our buddy Steve Mutt from Montgomery Chevrolet. He said 20 to 50K donation for lower level seats is what a season ticket holder pays. He said the ad pricing is double for advertising uh, in the the young versus Papa John's, uh, he said, big blow to the city, and, and that's going to be the thing, man. Is is that who's going to pay? Gonna if, if you're going to have a university that's going to be going on some big time probation, and they're not able to put um, the same type of product on the court, what does that mean for the Yum Center? What does that mean for the university? What does that mean? Well, I would um, say for the university, it may not be all that, that bad pricing. because football may be able to overcome and compensate for a lot of that. Especially you add the extra 20,000 seats uh, plus the ACC football TV revenue. Football may actually be able to cover for a lot of the financials of basketball. What's really going to hurt is the Yum Center because the Yum Center depends 100% wholeheartedly on UofL basketball. This is going to put a lot of pressure on the arena authority to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe that NBA team is looking like a yeah, lot better you know, No, we've been pussyfooting around this NBA team because <laughs> we don't want to make U of L mad, our primary tenant. F U of L. <laughs> we need welcome the, the Kentucky Colonels, the Louisville Rockets. <laughs> yes, 
So you may actually see a lot a lot of steam picked up on trying to get an NBA team here quicker rather than later, or not at all, because the Yum Center needs that extra tenant. Because let's be honest, there's not enough concerts coming into the Yum Center to make it make worth his while. And plus, all those guys could cancel. Mary J just canceled because lack of ticket sales. But how many other guys come through that had to cancel concerts because of the same thing? Um, you know, basketball holds, what, maybe 20, about 20, 25 days for uh, men's basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, men's and women's maybe like 30, 35 days. But the way the contract used to be structured, Louisville had the day before, the day of, and the day after. So if you had a men's game on Monday a women's game on Wednesday and another men's game on Saturday, that whole, you know, week, you can't, the young center's tied up. Now they changed this, well, now you can actually use the day after a game, which, you know, makes sense. Right. But you're still tying up the young center with men's, women's basketball and volleyball and everything else for an extended period of time. Uh, you know, financially, man, this this is going to be a big blow for the young center. Oh, yeah. UofL itself, they can kind of, they, they can kind of absorb some of that, like I said, with football revenue. The Young Center can't. And then with the city putting out another $30 million to buy the land for a lower FC, plus paying that $12 million a year that they have to pay to Young Center for its debt, and the Young Center's already in junk status, man, this is this going to be bad news all the way around for the Young Center. These guys are going to be serious now about finding another tenant and the only other sport outside of arena football that you can possibly go for is the NBA because that's going to be guaranteed 40 nights. Maybe they're going to get one of those new video game league teams to play in there. <laughs> or maybe D-League. I mean, you're going to have to get something. It's going to be something. Uh, minor league hockey, D-League, arena. You're going to have to you're going to have to get something in there and get something in there now. Yeah, I mean, this, this, this whole thing is... We're, it, it's just getting started, and I know we're going to continue to talk about that. You'll, of course, continue to follow us um, on Twitter at me sports M E S P O R T S, as well as myself, Rashawn uh, at Rashawn R A S H A N. We will continue to update, update things like we just talked about. Our man Mark Bacon has his article out on MainEventSports101.com. We will have continuing coverage of that. Uh, there's going to be a huge announcement tomorrow. We will be all over that. If needs be, we will come back and do another talk back section uh, session as well. Um, you know about everything that's going on. So make sure you oh, continue to watch. And, and before we go, we have another big announcement to make for the Management Sports Show. This Saturday on the Management Sports Show, we're going to have Floyd Mayweather Senior. Huge is going to be on the show. Huge, huge. It's from six thirty to the close of the show. 30 Floyd minutes. Senior. We're going to have him 30 minutes. We're going to talk about everything from his son taking on uh, Conor McGregor uh, to, you know, everything else. His new else TV his, show. His new TV show. Everything. And, and everything else going on in the world of boxing. Floyd Mayweather Sr., that is absolutely huge. We appreciate him and the money team for making that happen. Um, so uh, cannot wait. 
to talk to Floyd Sr. But uh, just make sure you guys continue to check us out and support the Main Event Sports Show every Saturday, 104.7 WLOU. You can catch us online, WLOUonline.com. If you can't catch us live, uh, there's a couple of ways you can check us out at the website, along with all our great uh, articles, photo galleries, and things at MainEventSports101.com. Or you can just download the app, everything in one app. Just search keyword Main Event Sports. That's on the Google Play or iPhone app stores. And as a matter of fact, we're going to take this talk back session. We're going to upload this to our app tonight. So you can drive in your car, you can listen to it, and you can say, hey, was right about everything said. Hey, was 100% right. Rick's gone. Chaos and mayhem. Uh, People on the streets, dog, dogs living with cats, fire and brimstone, it's, it's, everything, you know, it, everything. Hey, it is. Hey, we're not going to be the only school. So trust me, there's going to be a whole lot of guys. You'll want to share the pain, and everybody's going to share the pain. This, to me, this is a watershed moment in college athletics. I have been calling for reform. Uh, with uh, the AAU program since I started covering basketball. And, and while it sucks that Louisville's at the forefront of this, I am, I, I am in a way happy that this is happening. Not because of what's happening to UofL, but because this needs to be cleaned up. Yeah, you can't it's get an, the shoe companies it's out. It's an absolute cesspool. I'm so glad we got to get the shoe companies out of there, get this thing back um, to you know being... It's never going to be clean. I know I've, I've heard a lot of different things about where they could go with it, but this is necessary. Sometimes you got to go through some bad portions to get things back on the even kill, and I think that's what we're dealing with right now. Hey, that's what's going on. But, hey, I'm Haven Harrington. I'm Rashawn Myers. And like I like to end every show, without any struggle, there is no progress. Peace. We're out, y'all.